a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. It's 2.37 here in the KSL newsroom. Uh, I've been telling you that we've been following the goings-on on the floor of the United States Senate right now. Uh, Delegate Plaskett of the United States Virgin Islands continues uh, her presentation as one of the impeachment managers. Uh, Some of the new evidence that is being shown is security footage from the cameras uh, positioned around uh, the United States Capitol. And uh, Delegate Plaskett has been showing some of that. uh, And I just saw a clip that uh, was pretty chilling. Uh, I'll describe it for you. Uh, Do do you remember Officer uh, Eugene Goodman? Remember him? Uh, Has been promoted, I believe, uh, to, uh, oh, is he... Oh, shoot. Uh, Deputy Sergeant at Arms, I believe. I, I could be wrong, and my apologies. Uh, don't, no disrespect intended to just slip my mind. But the video uh, shown just now from the floor of the Senate shows Eugene Goodman, uh, and he is yelling uh, towards uh, a member of the United States Senate, directing him to turn around and run to avoid the mob that is heading that way. That senator he shouted at, that senator who took the instruction, turned around and ran just as a mob was coming up the staircase, uh, was Utah's Mitt Romney. Yeah, there is a security footage that shows Mitt Romney walking through a hallway, and then Officer Eugene Goodman runs towards him, tells him to turn around. Uh, Senator Romney then does so and runs after Goodman as they uh, flee the mob just as it breaks in. Uh, the mob was uh, out of sight of the camera, just a floor down. Uh, but, uh, man, that was a story we did not know until uh, today. Uh, anyway, uh so that that's the type of footage that's being shared. It's the security footage. Last year, this time, uh, when the the first Senate trial was going on, uh, there were many that were talking about how it is a waste of time. It is taking away from the work that Congress must be engaged in, in particular uh, right now, as we continue to battle this COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Well, there is another chamber of Congress. Right. So as this all plays out, there is, remember, the House absent the House managers today as they are otherwise engaged. Uh, The rest of the House is still uh, about the people's work. At least you you hope so. And so what I want to do for the rest of this week is each opportunity we get to speak with a member of the House, we'll do so uh, just to get a glimpse of what's going on uh, on their side of the chamber. And so to kick off this little mini series, we'll call it, is Representative Burgess Owens uh, joining me now. Representative Owens, sir, welcome to the program. How are you? Thank you, Lee. Looking forward to chatting with you, my friend. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, Tell me what what things are like on the House side today. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, I'm just getting back. Uh, we, uh, I was staying at the airport, D.C. airport, at 4 a.m. this morning, um, uh, putting my last boat in for the day before coming home. 
And now I'm down in the district down in Santee area, just working with uh, some, some, some kids down here. So it, it's, it's been an interesting process. I think you're right. The fact is, there's so many things we need to be doing at this point, putting out attention to. Uh, our country is still coming out of this pandemic. You know, we have people are still not working yet or have not gotten their checks. Uh, we have kids that are still struggling, or parents trying to get their kids in school. And, of course, there's the vaccine process. So my goal, I think the goal of the Republican Party, is to focus on those things that we the people really want to be addressed and take it back to our district, what the district needs are, and focus on that versus the this circus that we're seeing right now that really, at the end of the day, we know the end result. It's going to be a waste of our time. Uh, and, 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 and I'll say this, Lee, one thing about leaders, leaders have this ability to have a vision and get their, their followers to follow that vision. It's always forward. It's always positive. It's always uplifting. That's what we need right now. And to be, continue to look back and, and going over this process that none of us want to go through, it's not a good time at this point. So uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm part of a house and part of a, a party, uh, even though we're a minority, that understands that and will continue to focus on that. All right. Uh, talk to me about committee assignments. This is the season where <laughs> committee assignments are getting handed out. You have received yours. What will you be up to? Well, it's, it's exciting. Um, uh, I'm actually, uh, I have, I'm on a committee. I, I have two two committees I'm part of. Uh, one is judiciary, uh, and I'm on the the, um, uh, the the crime, anti antitrust, uh, and uh, constitution. And the other one is uh, is ed and labor. And I'm the ranking member of the, uh, the, the Secondary Education uh, Committee. And I'm very, very excited about that because that has been a, a passion of mine forever. It always has been. Uh, so uh, the, the good things we're digging in right now, we had uh, the thing we were, we were talking about last night, part of that ed, ed and labor was uh, trying to slow down this $15 per hour um, federal mandate, uh, knowing how much it's going to hurt so many businesses. The, 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 C, uh, the CEO came out saying that, that uh, 1.4 million people lose their jobs, and that doesn't include the families that that are linked into those people. So it could be up to four to four to five million people will be impacted. So we're we're doing our best to slow the process down, and part of that Lee, will be to make sure that we're educating uh, we the people to what's happening right now and what the different visions might be. Uh, if I can say this, even though as a as a conservative, I'm very disappointed we we were not able to to have as much power as we wanted to have. The good thing about where we are is it gives the American people a chance to see contrast. We can see the vision of the, the yeah. far left and see the vision of, of, of our party. And I think people will drift toward toward the light of our party. Give us a little behind the scenes here. Uh, you, you said you have secured a ranking member position on a, on a subcommittee. Uh, the House is typically a body of seniority. Uh, you, sir, uh, a freshman, have become the ranking member, meaning you are the highest uh, ranking member of the minority party to serve on this uh, subcommittee, the most powerful Republican on this subcommittee. How'd you swing that? Uh, I'm as shocked as you are to be asked. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, I, what it is, is that I have such a passion for education. That was the one thing that I said from the very beginning, and I didn't really care what other uh, committee. I want to be part of small business, but this was my, my primary. I believe ignorant free can never be, and that's a, a paraphrase of Thomas Jefferson. And so the leaders, the leaders understood that. They had a chance to read my book, Why I Stand. They realized the great history I have of being, I have been raised by educators, and that, and the boldness that I have for the values of Utah. Lee. And I, I'll say this: one thing that that um, my constituents, no matter what side of the aisle we on, you can depend on me to be bold about the values. I will never back down. I'll never apologize. And I think that's what they picked up on. And because I have such commitment 
And what I've seen also can happen when education is not given to a group, a, a people. I can see, I, I can, I can articulate what happens to that group. It happened to my my community. So I would say it's, it's quite an opportunity. Uh, it's very humbling. Um, and I'm looking forward to learning from those around me because this is all new to me. It really is. Yeah, so right. I'm looking forward to, to the opportunity. Well, well listen, our, our time has expired. I could t- chat with you all afternoon. I have uh, questions about your first bill uh, that you've introduced. Love to learn more about that. Unfortunately, our time has run out. Uh, but uh, Representative Burgess Owens, thank you for your time. Thanks for your work in Congress, and thanks for speaking with us today. Lee, any time, my friend. Let's get it done. Thanks Alrighty. so much. Appreciate it. Very good. All right, we're going to, uh, well, what's going on on the House floor? Can we hear a little bit of the, uh, the Senate floor, rather? Still speaking. Eight of them gathered in a conference room. About the same time, Capitol Police announced that Capitol had been breached. Speaker Pelosi's staff heeded the call to shelter in place. On our model, you can see the riders in the rotunda in red and the Speaker's office again in orange. All right. Uh, that, again, the argument being made by impeachment manager, uh, Representative Stacey Plaskett, uh, describing the experience of staffers. And uh, I'll tell you what, I have had uh, many conversations with staffers who found themselves in exactly the circumstances uh, Delegate Plaskett is describing now. It was a terrifying day for them. Uh, there were those uh, in that group that quite literally feared uh, for their lives, members of the speaker's staff included. And uh, that's what's being described right now on the floor of the Senate as the House managers continue their effort in uh, convicting President Trump in the second, second Trump impeachment trial taking place right now in Washington, D.C. Quick break. And to wrap up the program, uh, we're going to welcome an educator to the show. We've been doing it all week. We're going to keep it up. Educators are important. How's the vaccine working for them and for students? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.